Sonia might lend a cheer Either when she is strong Now the days are quite long All along sing the open song Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Live from the Kill House, Solly here. Thursday, UK British Open Championship. Presented by... Her Majesty, the Queen. TC is here. DJ Pie is here. We're actually live in the Kill House. We are. It, it may not look like it because we're on two different screens, but like I can, you know, I can just reach over right here. Well, now you mess up the framing and everything. I think it looks pretty good. Um, getting some reports, you know, on the ground that there might be a little traffic between, you know, where the players are staying and the course. Potential media shuttle issue. I'm, it could be a whole Kiowa situation. Mm. You know how you get from one place to the next place you're going by car. On your tires. I never put much thought into tires in the past. The thought uh, was always to drive, uh, you know, what comes on my vehicle. If I had to replace them, just made the decision strictly based on price. Our friends at Cooper Tires, they know what they're talking about. Cooper has been an American company since... 1914. 1914, with more than a century in the tire industry. Each Cooper tire undergoes rigorous testing and are backed by warranty, so you can trust they'll last for thousands of miles. The Coopers pride themselves on good merchandise, fair play, and a square deal. Seem like very much like just the firm hand, the firm handshake kind That's of guys. Right. All about a square deal. Uh, always have and always will. Don't overpay or underbuy. Cooper tires do what tires do should do and cost what tires should cost. All Cooper tires are backed by limited warranty, forty-five day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear mileage warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, uh, please visit coopertires.com or coopertires.ca. Go with the Coopers. Where do we sure. start? Well, you know, I, I want to start, Bryce. I, I just saw the first comment was, this pod sucks. And I was like, yeah. man, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, right. It's a Bryce I see what you're doing. Oh, okay, I, I got I it. I see what you're doing, Dad. All right. Let's do speed. I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing about speed. What, what are you buzzing Go about? Ahead. He's back, baby. Everybody, I'm, I kept a list of everybody. You're on it. I kept oh, a list God. of everybody do that this. hated on him. Don't do this. Over the last... Two, three, four years. Solly denied him three times. We're back, baby. I went back and watched where I, if you're referring to in our season preview, I picked him to finish over under in the world rankings over 81 or whatever it was. I will defend everything I said at that point. I All of those other bets he missed. little faith. I was awful at betting at that point. Now I'm the draft king. And I said, basically, this is what I'm doing for you guys. I'm making this bet because I'm wrong on all of these. And I've made a sacrifice for all of you. And no one has thanked me. You should thank me for my service. Unbelievably cool. I need to go back and listen to see when the first time that I picked him for Royal St. George was. Because I think it was over well, We've been year talking about half, it for years. Two years ago. Years and years. Uh, it's just... It's always validating, right? When you you have that feeling two years ago, you're like, man, everything I've seen about this place, like that makes too much sense. And then they come play well in the first round. And it's, now even if he plays bad, like we're already validating. We're absolutely maybe. crowning him. Exactly. I'm ready to crown him. I'm ready to give him the Claret Jug. As hesitant as I am to give TC credit, we went and played Royal Burkdale in the spring of 2017, and we are on hole like three. He just looked at me, he's like, this is a very speedy course. <laughs> Son of a bitch went out and won the day. Got an there. eye for that stuff. Well, man. let's let's skip over some platitudes. Like, why is it a speedy course? Why why were we so far ahead on this one? Why have we been talking about it's this funky. for so long? You gotta hit you gotta hit golf shots. It, and Spieth, you know, talked about on the podcast that he was on with us and talked about in the press conference afterward of, you know, when he is in touch with his creative side 
and he, almost nothing. He didn't feel like he was battling anything with his swing today. He's kind of flighting shots differently, cutting them, drawing them, kind of working it both ways, you know, really getting creative. When his start line is not directly at the flag, I feel like he just has more fun with it and trusts his body a lot more, you know, instead of thinking technically. And he, he spoke to that, and I think it has a serious effect in how he plays. He, I mean, it, it, it just... And when it's not a driving contest, like this guy's stock should go straight up to the top. And he's driving it actually really, really good. When it's not a driving distance contest. Correct. Because it is kind of a driving contest. And we could probably get into that. I mean, it, you, you do have to put it in the fairway. Or here. or barely off of it. But what you're saying yes. is the, the typical week-to-week what yeah. we see is it's a driving contest. Who can hit it the farthest while being in the corridors? Correct. Right? And and that's not the case here. DJ, I mean, speed is essentially what you aspire to. Like exactly. Be, being an artist and, and not never hitting a straight I, shot. I think truly birds of a feather. I'm sure he'd, I'm sure he'd agree with that. I think we got to – we can't – gloss over like the putter was hot that's uh, but that was what i was gonna say it was like confident hot as in pouring it in the center with the right speed and i felt like in the majors this year he's just been around edges but not really getting it to the hole with the right speed this was like no doubters he had one bad putt he missed a short birdie putt uh that actually was a lot closer than i think he thought it was going to be but this was like my speed is dialed on these greens and the putter is not a question mark right now it's an asset which is a complete flip from what we've seen in the first few majors this year i think greller looked great <laughs> uh, got to point that yeah, out yeah i mean he was, he looked confident he looked totally in control he was you know he was he was guiding jordan around all over the place i, I think a big part of it maybe i'm assigning too much value to this but we've talked about this at Augusta and Kapalua and there was that famous press conference he did where I think it was at Kapalua where he was talking about part of the reason I play so well is at, uh, at Augusta is all the uneven lies and I'm so used to doing that and maybe other guys aren't and that was the year he shot like 30 under at Kapalua and was kind of saying like yeah I think it's kind of the same thing it's got to be the same thing at uh, Royal St. George's with those fairways being outrageous and like you can't have a flat lie out there pretty much anywhere I would think and you saw that with I think a lot of the wedges and even some of his wedges where it's like man you know someone has 104 yards and they block it 50 feet right like it's so hard to tell on TV like was that above their feet below their feet uh what was going on because that's that's where like that's that's what that looks like when you have those uneven lies you're going to hit those big misses in one direction right but it doesn't what I love about this is this does not feel like we're holding on for dear life this oh, is not roller coaster speed of like composed. January and February of this year even yep. this is like no, I feel like he's going to hit the fairway when he's standing over a shot. And if he doesn't, like I feel like it's going to be close enough that he can recover. And I just I, – you can replay this back if we get to Sunday night and we have 2016 Masters all over again. But I don't feel like we're gripping onto a hope right now. This feels like a very, very real thing. Five, uh, four birdies on the front, which is the more undulating yeah. side, more in the, then – The fun side. Yeah, and That's then right. on the flatter side, only two birdies, and one of those was on a par three. So, you know, I think there's some credence to that. I agree. I'm excited. There's every reason to be excited. Um, it, 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 I think as soon as we all heard the word quirk with St. George's, we were like, oh, it's Spieth. Like, oh, it's, it's got to be Spieth, right? It, it's, you know, that throws Bryson out the window, I think, pretty much. DJ, you were spot on of saying, you know, with Rom, like, uh, of course, where luck is a factor <laughs> and, you know, kind of keeping a cool head. Uh, Rom did not fare so well. Didn't seem to have any temper issues, I wouldn't say today, but did not have a great day. But, uh, yeah, it just speed checks all the boxes here. So. We, we should say let's let's cover most of the golf stuff here before we get to the big golfer, which I'm sure we'll talk about for a I'm while. But to figure out who did Spieth I? Speeth is the not win- Speeth is not winning. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> Louis Hazen is winning. Yeah, do we yeah. want to talk about Louis? Like, let's, I think that's expected. Right? I, I think so too. Speeth is the favorite right now. Really, like yeah. the betting favorite? Yes. What are his odds now? He was plus three fifty the last I saw. Louis plus four fifty. That's 
God, what an insult to Louie. Like, hey, man, I know you, you, you play well and finish in the top five of every one of these things, and you're leading, Just but like, no, 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 we're good. We'll say Louie hit only 42% of his, or 43% of his fairways today. So could be... That's surprising. Could be using a little black magic. He was bogey-free today, though. Louis was... Yeah. His, quote, his quote after the round was like, I made no mistakes today. So like, yeah, it was super stress-free. So, so that's it, where that number, it's so hard. They don't have strokes gain data. Yeah. Like he could have, yeah. if you're a foot off these fairways, you're not in trouble and almost can, you know, sometimes you can flight it better. You can get a, you know, a flyer of some kind that you can help you run a ball up on the green or something, take some mystery out of how it's going to bounce. Um, I'll be honest. I missed a lot of his round. I didn't, I didn't wake up that early. So it was, it was, I mean, it was what he said. Like it's just the nice, super stressed, like super nice, just yeah. really freaking nice golf. Like just hitting yeah. it to 25 nice, feet. Nice can though too. Yeah. I mean, so was speed. He was, yeah. he was a group behind speed. Right. But yeah. it was, uh, Who, who's got the most money earned in majors. Uh, it's gotta be Phil in majors that you haven't won most money earned. I mean, Louis got to be second. Gotta be up there. Right. Per yeah, start yeah. on a per yeah, right. start basis, so I was thinking about I, I, this. I would say like inflation or Tiger tax adjusted. It's probably Jack though, because he's got yeah yeah that you know seventeen or twenty runner ups. So I was looking at I was thinking about this because it was kind of like all right, do we write Louis off? And I was like, well, you know what, this is the one that he won. Like yeah. he won this one by a lot in twenty ten. This was his major starts prior to winning the Open in twenty ten. Cut 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 seventy three. Cut 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 one. Prior to winning the Open by seven. And right? then he's finished runner-up six times in majors since That's then. Unreal. It's always so weird when you go from like like Spieth going and winning the Masters and then having the runner-ups afterward, like in the collapse afterward, doing it in reverse order. Like I, it doesn't mean he can't do it, right? It's it's such a weird And then he dynamic. won, and he went cut-cut right after he won, too. Correct. Uh, I mean, I, I think some of that, though, is owing to he's got a kind of a bizarre career arc, yeah. too, and he doesn't, you know... Self-admitted, like he doesn't work very hard either. I think so. it's it's hard because I feel like we keep, you know, Louis keeps contending, so you just feel like you keep saying the same stuff about him over and over, and it's like, man, yeah, you know, when the golf courses get really precise and really proper, like the same guys seem to kind of show up, and Louis obviously that guy. Yeah. And uh, he said something afterwards, just kind of reading through a bunch of transcripts. Shout out to the RNA, by the way, they interviewed like forty guys. There's transcripts out the ass. But uh, we'll get to CT Pan's quote. We'll get to CT Pan, who shot one over and was interviewed. Uh, But reading Louis stuff and and you know, there's only so many ways you can phrase this, and only so many ways you can ask you know someone about like, hey, you know, what's it like? Difference? What's it like to not win? Like, why do you keep not winning these things? And he, it's pretty simple to think about. But I, I thought it was interesting just to think about constantly, like, are you getting beat in these things, or are you beating yourself in these things? Was his quote, and it's kind of, are you a dog or a killer? He, well, he was kind of like, man, I just like I've the last couple times, like I've gotten beat. Like the guys have just played better, and so I think is there a signature Louis choke moment? No, that's, or what, a I'm collapse? Sa- that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't like, have one. You got to be. I, I would imagine you have to be so mentally tough to actually keep telling yourself that, and to actually keep like. Uh, reminding yourself of that, but also he keeps showing up, man. So he must be, he must be there. I don't know what the difference is. And I'm, I'm, uh, still obviously skeptical if we go into Sunday and the back nine and he's one ahead or he's one behind, or he's just kind of in the mix with a bunch of guys. It doesn't seem like he's going to be the guy that comes out of that group, but 
like why could he not go out and grab the lead by four or five? Like I, I don't see that as as outrageous. Well, usually the formula for a guy that finishes very close to the top of majors and doesn't win a lot is kind of great ball striker doesn't roll it very good, which Adam is Scott. N- not the case. Yeah, right. like Lee Westwood is who I'm thinking of, yeah. who's just always up there for many, many, many years, got like 40 career top tens in majors and never won one because he doesn't putt good enough. And yeah. that's not the case with Louie. Like he's number one on the tour in putting. And he's got like might be maybe the greatest golf swing in the world. Yeah. It's just it really is a wonder how he hasn't won more of these, but or why he only shows up for majors. But for a while, we've been saying like there's only one guy out there that when he wants to play his best golf, he he's the only one that gets better, and that's Brooks. And I think it's time to put Louis in that group now. Yeah. So uh, feeling pretty good having him in a, in a couple lineups. So I'm in first place. No big deal. Um, <laughs> can we do the big golfer? Do we just skip past the leaderboard to do big golfer? We got to do. I mean Brian Harmon. He's he's a stud. Always does Harman's stuff. Harmon's a stud. Yeah, he does. Big T. Big, Big T's got him out in the lineup. U.S. Open preview. He always does stuff. I think you guys are glossing over Mackenzie Hughes a little bit. Sixty six to open it up. Mackenzie Hughes turning into the the song of the summer here. <laughs> it's just he's everywhere. Uh, Brian Harmon's an interesting one, and I think he's you know, Aaron Hills was kind of famously like one of those. Hey, this isn't going to be the driving contest that we already described, and Brian Harmon showed up and finished second, right? And so. His, his kind of thoughts after were if he can – I guess his iron play just hasn't been very good, and that's kind of been the difference maker for him. He seems like he's been driving it well and putting it well and finally figured out something with the irons this week. So I'm kind of curious. I know he missed a cut last week at John Deere, which was a place that you know seems like he's kind of cleaned up at. But I wonder if going through and thinking through some of these guys, I wonder how much like course experience is going to be a uh, – just getting a ton of reps at this place is going to be a thing. I know Spieth got there early. I know Harmon got there early. I know Hovland got there early. Like, just kind of, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, interested to see how that. What did plays Hovland out. do after he won the the BMW International? Because he, I think he took like he didn't play the Scottish. Did he go home to Norway and then just come to? Who knows? Uh, uh, and then so six of the top eight guys right now. Six of the eight guys at four or better at minus four or better played in the morning. Yeah. Know, today, so I think that's something to keep an eye on for tomorrow. Um, you know, of course, Benjamin A. Bear and Webb Simpson, who felt like a kind of an obvious pick for this place, but he's been just he's playing, playing shitty. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Stu Sink, I think he was mentioned on our previous show. Yeah, Stu Sink. I don't want. We're not gonna do a Ryder Cup segment, but like, might be a predator. Kind of starting to think about it, man. I mean, honestly, talking on the podcast with him about it and how he was talking about how. He, you know, I think your issue with Stu's always been he, I kind of he kind of is six four and babies the ball around. Well, he's not doing that anymore. And he finally said that he's like, yeah, I'm like six four, and like I was hitting it with like a glancing blow for a really long <laughs> yeah. time. As soon as he said glancing blow, I was like, oh my god, I'm totally hitting it with a glancing blow right now. One and two it was like that just like really resonated with me. Like if he feels, I don't know, if he's squaring up the ball the this ball. well, like why wouldn't he, you know, be climbing up the leaderboard? He hits it so damn straight, and now he's hitting it pretty far. So that's it's impressive, man. I, th- I think we're burying the biggest story of the day. Which was the putt that Will Zalatoris hit? Oh my God! I, I don't say this lightly, and I'm not saying it with hyperbole. I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've ever seen a worse putt, and and I don't even mean from a pro golfer. Like that was like, dude, I that's that looks like someone who's never played golf before. Like that was, and he rerouted it. Unbelievable! And, uh, it looked like he almost like someone said he he it wasn't the backstroke. He hit it with like a downstroke. He almost just like dropped the putter on top. It, that was that's that's demonic. the kind of putt you would never see any of your friends do because if your 
friend has that bad of yips, you give him that putt. Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. we don't make Randy putt those when he's at his worst. But right? what we do, we video him. Yeah, we do. Because it's, because it's, <laughs> it's good. It's, I mean, you know, what does that putt look like much. if he's not arm locking? Right. It can't be. It, Is he whiffing? He's got to try the Stu Sink thing. Like, Sink talks, he like has the stutter before he hits a short putt. It's yeah. like just to get the motion going. You got, if you do that, that is not a one off. Like, that was unlike, there, I, I don't know if, uh, to your point, I don't know if I've ever seen a pro do that. Seemingly, I he's know been in a little bit of a funk here the last, you know, basically since the Masters. Has has it been uh, putting? Is it just been putting related? Has he been hitting it really well? Or is it? I'm not sure. I, I haven't tracked it that closely, but it doesn't seem like he's hitting it as good as he was when he got real hot. But I, I don't think well. it, it's not like a you know, Aaron Wise putting issue thing going on. It, that, it looked like he was playing stymies and trying to hit like the hook putt <laughs> off the toe. Which, it, which would be a really which cool homage. Set, a, the, a great the homage. Champion. Well, I, I started to get mad when they cut to the putt. I'm like, stop showing putts. We don't need to see this. Tell. Oh, my God. No. No. There is no way I don't think about that putt the next time I'm standing over a two-footer. Oh, well, thanks. Now I will be, too. Yeah, now no, everybody has to Hundreds be. of thousands of people So I guess well. maybe it'll all just kind of balance out if everybody's thinking about there's it. A putt nobody's that, thinking about there's it. There's a putt that Randy always references that I hit on Defusky Island one time. <laughs> I was putting this satellite dish-looking thing. This was back in probably 2006, 2007. And we're out on Defusky Island off the coast of Hilton Head. And I had like a two-and-a-half-foot putt, and I missed it by like two-and-a-half feet. <laughs> Like it didn't, it didn't even come within foot and a half of the hole. And like Randy, Randy just, it was Randy and his, and his, and his, uh, his brother-in-law good bar. And they, they would just like started laughing and just like, it took them like two minutes to hit their shots. Cause they were so shocked by it. It's, was that the one that had the sound like Randy's like, I can still hear the sound. That <laughs> yeah. There was a putt that Billy or that uh, Kyle Stanley oh, that's hit right. one time yeah. at uh, Harbor town. And we're like, he was like literally the only time I've ever heard that sound other than then was was when you hit that putt i'm trying to think of and, and you know this probably didn't hit your if you didn't watch all the coverage this might not have hit your your highlights package it's worth seeking out just just google or twitter search or whatever will zalator's putt or avoiding it all costs. or avoid it yeah this is that's a trigger warning you know if you you seek no, that it's out something, uh, seek it own. out because you're going to see it at some point down the line <laughs> watch it on your terms be prepared <laughs> it's like a, le- a horrific leg injury <laughs> Uh, it's like the Joe Theismann. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, it, that was where I was going next. I'm trying to think of. We don't have to keep belaboring this. I'm trying to think of what else is even in the conversation. Like Zalatoris had another. He's had one at. Uh, when was that? I've done a full. My eyes. Well, Jeff, because the thing the putts. thing with Zalatoris is like these are you know these are putts that aren't that are that are so ugly. Whereas the ones that Morikawa does, the ones that he misses, um, are. Like they're fully committed yeah. putts, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's a normal stroke. He's just he just misses it. Whereas Zalatoris, like this is, it looks horrific. Yeah, there, in the course like of the action, neurological damage <laughs> going on when he when he takes it back. It's it's not good. He I had I one pick- the PGA. He had a full on yip at the PGA, and then his first putt at the Masters uh, this year, he had like an eight footer for birdie that he left like. That's right. A that was good. Foot that short. was good stuff. But, the, I, all I remember that I could even put in the same conversation. Someone just mentioned it in the comments too. Was the Ernie Els on number one at the at Augusta a couple years ago, but that wasn't that was just misses. Yeah, you know, like a ton of misses. It wasn't like he couldn't move the putter, right? That was that was Oof. tough to watch. But the Zalatoris thing was okay, and he still shot under par. I know yeah. he. Had a, I don't know. I, yeah, I might have legit walked off. Kind of evened out. He held one out, hold like, a wedge what, out, and like, then, why do you even want to be in contention at that <laughs> point after you just did that? Imagine having that putt to win. Oh my god, get out of here. 
Can we please do Bryson now? Yes. Before we do that, um, I, for me personally, it seems like Bryson needs, I would say he needs to practice more, right? Like a little bit more, some more work needs to go into it. I don't know if, the, I see where you're going with that, but I, I do not think that that's well, We're not going to blame the equipment, right? Let's, let's quick I think he cross might be cut to, he's probably on the range right now. I don't think he needs to he's practice practicing more. the wrong stuff. There you go. There more go. is okay. not the okay. right thing. Okay. That's automatically the assumption when people have, when they you know think they need to just go pound balls, practice more. DJ, what's your quote about working out? You had a great. You, 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 we're talking about our friends at Golf Blueprint right now. If you don't know, who set put these together, these great customized practice plans for you. I, I think the gist of it was, if you know, it was less of a quote, more of an idea. But if you're, uh, I'm a bad, bad person at just going to the gym and aimlessly like. You know, I'll do that machine for <laughs> some lap pull downs. Yeah, I'll do that for eight minutes. And now I guess I don't know. There's nobody on that machine. I guess <laughs> I'll go do that one. Uh, it works a lot better when you have a plan. When you have some sort of structure to what you're doing, it's a little less arbitrary. It turns out that you get a little better results that way. This is exactly that. It's like a personal trainer for your golf game. It gives you specific games to play on the range, on the putting green, on the chipping green, whatever it is, and just gives you very focused things that you want to improve on. Uh, important note, they do all the work for the members. So all you have to do is show up, put in the work. I know some potential members uh, thinking they had to provide them with a ton of data and information and then track a ton. They just want you to know they take all the work off your shoulders, make practice, practice efficient and focused. At golfblueprint.com, you can get $20 off the first month membership for anyone signing up the next week. That gets refunded to you after sign up. There's no code needed for that. Uh, again, golfblueprint.com. Uh, hand up. I haven't been practicing at all, but I'm excited to get back into it this fall once it cools off here in Jacksonville. But can I just say this about the membership? It's the you know the golf blueprint membership. It's the kind of membership you can show up. You can always get <laughs> you can always get some practice. You can always you can water, the, game. the exactly. water pressure exactly. in the golf blueprint locker room is fantastic. No, but it's so. a game. You can always get a game. It's a true members club. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So Bryson DeChambeau hits four fairways today. The driver sucks. Shoots one over. <laughs> Straight up, the driver sucks. Literally straight up, the quote, the driver sucks. It's not a good face for me, and we're still trying to figure out how to make it good on the miss hits. I'm living on the razor's edge, like I've told people for a long time. End quote. Is that not the most 2021 bullshit when it comes to equipment ever? The miss hits are going too far offline. Yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack. Uh, I don't know where we want to start here. I don't know if we want to start with the fact that he also missed a lot of fairways without his drive with non-driver. That was my big takeaway from watching uh, feature groups this morning because he was paired with the Golden Child. Saw a lot of Bryson's, a lot of Bryson's round. But uh, when he started it, he's like, "Yeah, you know the the driver sucks." I'm like, "Oh, okay, maybe he's talking about." I, I'm, I swear to God, like I know it's it is very fun to make fun of Bryson because he yeah. gives you a lot of reasons to make fun of him. I don't go out of my way looking to make fun of Bryson, and it's it's. I'm not gonna say I don't, <laughs> but. When he's, I mean, he's go just such a when he's going to that hypocrite, and though. everybody's tweeting the whole like oh the driver sucks the driver sucks I'm like oh maybe he just means like me with the driver like I'm not you know I I'm not hitting the driver great right now like the driver sucks right now for me no no <laughs> that was objective that was not, not a good it. face for me it's not a good face and he, yeah he just went in and this has been going on since 2016 we can't get it figured out it's all about you can't draw the ball anymore spin rate 2000 1800 everybody thinks it's this it's actually this. Uh, it's literally the physics and the way that they build heads now. Nobody hits draws anymore. We're at 2,000, 1,800 spin, whatever. It's not. It's not the right design, and we've been trying to fix it. <laughs> and, like, all right, so then we get to, I don't know if we go there, go next to the follow-up from this, which, you know, people are kind of freaking out about it. 
Uh, ben Showman, a Cobra Puma rep, who also caddied for Bryson. Not just any Cobra Puma <laughs> rep. Yeah. Caddied for him at the uh, Rocket Mortgage. Says, quote, this is from Golf Week, of course. Uh, this was all mutual, by the way. Yeah, this is mutually. They mutually came out with this statement, <laughs> which I'm surprised. He, you know, it's disrespectful that he didn't go to golf.com with this stuff because that's. Well, I, I that's imagine crazy. he'll be. Uh, I imagine he'll be giving some quotes later. And today. disrespectful to do it during this week, an event that Mr. Palmer has won. But right. uh, everybody is bending over backwards. We've got multiple guys in R and D who are catting computer aided design this and catting that trying to get this and that into the pipeline faster. Bryson knows it. It's just really, really painful when he says something that stupid. He has never really been happy, ever. Like, it's very rare where he's happy. Now he's in a place where he's swinging a five-degree driver with 200 miles an hour ball speed. Everyone is looking for a magic bullet. Well, the magic bullet becomes harder and harder to find when the faster, to, to, the faster you swing it and the lower your loft gets. So when he's talking about a razor's edge, we're not going to be able to help that. Uh, he said, he said at DeChambeau speed, every shortcoming in his swing or miss hit is exponentially magnified. We're trying to stay ahead of it. So we'll place an order for 10 prototype heads. And then literally, as soon as that order is placed, usually within a week or two, we might be ordering more of something else. The idea is to always have a few driver heads for Bryson that can act as a starting point when he wants to experiment or try something new. Still not done. No, no, no. It gets it gets much more cutting to the core here. It's like an eight-year-old <laughs> that is. gets mad at you. They might fly off the handle and say, I hate you. But then you go, <laughs> whoa, no, you don't. We know as adults that they really don't mean that. And I know that if I got him cornered right now and said, what the hell did you say that for? He would say that he was mad. He didn't really mean it to say it. Uh, that harshly he knows how much everyone bends over backwards for him but it's still not cool and he's a nice person at heart because he says he's a nice person he's humble heart, right? he's actually humble very too. he's actually very humble oh my and god <laughs> this is the greatest this is the greatest thing i first of all hey. the snap the cobra guy going on the record very quickly unbelievably That's awesome massive yeah. massive yeah. which goes just speaks to what the people around him think of him like would this have happened you know to any other player like I honestly feel I have a feeling we're, we're close to like a, a total walkout on Team Bryson. What if the dude guy? Know. We already out. had a guy quit. Like that's not unreasonable. Not like it was, it was, like it, was it was mutual though. It was mutual. Well, though. that was that was mutual. They were just looking yeah. for the right time. Yeah. Uh, what if, what, what first if of all, eight, eight year olds, dude. Eight year olds. <laughs> what if golf.com uh, <laughs> quits on him? <laughs> I just dude. They I don't even know. I don't even know where you start. Other than I thought the equipment rep had like. That's truth serum shit right there. Like, that's what we're begging for constantly. I have no idea if he's going to keep his job. I have no idea how that's going to go. They should I, give him a raise. I imagine it's going to be a, a stressful stressful day over at uh, Team Cobra Puma. But uh, unbelievable, like, kudos for just laying it all out and being like, dude, you know what? You cannot shit on us. Yeah. Like, we are doing everything we possibly can. And by the way, what you're asking for is pretty much, like, physically impossible. No, no, no. I'm sure Bryson's, like, one of their easiest guys to <laughs> totally. work with. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, reading that, too, I was like, wait, why would you want to do, like, none of this is, like, marketable retail-wise for anyone. Like, this is, like, working on a Formula One car, yeah. you know? And, like, it, it, I, why would you be breaking your back over a guy that clearly is not a, he's not helping you sell clubs. He's certainly not, like like, you know, the irons that he plays are the one-length irons. I'd love to know how many sets of fucking one-length irons. I bet they sold like. a bunch right away. And they're probably in the... And I'm guessing they... Played against the, sports the, now, they right? probably <laughs> tapered off. But uh, I, I also, you know, I think this is probably the best argument against bifurcation also that I've heard is like, 
like that's what equipment companies are going to it's turn already, into, right? Well, it's is, already bifurcated in well, a certain sense too, it, right? It is, but like when it gets officially bifurcated and their job is just basically like, hey, make these clubs that we also like put a bunch of money into making these clubs that we also can't sell uh, is, is a pretty good, like, yeah, I, I see why the equipment companies would be against that. That, that doesn't sound like a good idea, which I'm sure he is helping them sell clubs. I mean that literally, but like, it, he's not like a good guy to have your brand associated with, you know, yeah. it's not like, uh, I don't know. I, I know we're sponsored by an equipment company and this, you know, we can rear back and fire in this scenario, but like, this is very obvious situation. But where, like Patrick Reed, like, I mean, he had the same, like he had, he had a similar Back and forth with Callaway. And Callaway dropped him. They were basically like, yo, fuck you, man. (laughs) You know, which like it's happened before. And, you know, there's certain guys that just aren't good. Like it's a, it truly is a team. It's a back and forth. There's a, there's a give and take. And it's very, you gotta, you gotta communicate stuff very well. And it's expensive as shit too. Like all these CAD, CAD stuff, the milled stuff, all the molds, all that shit is like, we're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars for you know, just even a couple months of this, much less and I, I think years the, of it. I think the big one that like really irks me, and maybe it shouldn't, but it sounded like even in the eight-year-old quote, it almost sounded like he was kind of apologizing for him yeah. a little bit. And I've heard that so much from Bryson. And it, it is, it's weird that it seems like the only people you hear this from are the people that are on Bryson's payroll, which is like, what a coincidence. Uh, it seems like everybody else is, you know, I tweeted something, but it's like, man, it's so, I get so sick of hearing like, the media and tournament volunteers and sponsors and his equipment rep and people close to him and his caddies and other players cameramen, and other caddies and cameramen and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I, I'm so sick of all those people trying to convince me this guy's a jerk. Uh, but like, you guys are the problem. It's not him. It's at, you guys. At some point, it's like, dude, we're not talking about a 14-year-old kid here. No. We're talking about a 27-year-old dude who's been like a famous person for a couple of years now. It's like, it, it reminds me a lot of, you know, when you everybody has like that friend from college or whatever where it's like, man, Jimmy's like kind of an asshole. No, come on. Like, that's just Jimmy. It's like, no, yeah. Yeah, he's an asshole. Like, that's that's not a personality trait. Like, you don't get to hang your hat on like, yeah, that's just him. You know, he's just... He's just you know, kind of a petulant child. That's just how he is. Which, what what would you say, like, the percentage of the petulant shit that the public, like, knows about to this point about like Bryson? 5%. <laughs> I was going to say we went from 10 to 12 today. It's crazy. I mean, we're, like, there's all sorts of stuff that we don't say for whatever reason just because, you know, this, like, source-wise, you don't want to air out the source or you don't have a second source. But it's just, like, it, when when everybody's telling you these stories, even if... 10% of them are true. It's like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Which, like, caddies don't quit on top five money-making bags unless a player is a very clearly lunatic. And I guess I'll also say, like, I don't want to be too high and mighty. Like, I am not a, a super famous person who's in the spotlight all the time, who's constantly has a microphone in front of their face. And, like, who knows what it's like to be Bryson. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not totally excusing it. I'm just saying, like... If you are going to act like that, man, like this is the shit that's going to happen. And and like when your equipment company who's paying you m- presumably millions of dollars is turning on you and farting in your face in media, like, yeah, you've probably done some bad shit. And that is maybe a good well, time to look in the mirror. Like all the shit that like the stuff that he was saying earlier this week where, you know, I'm famous and I didn't bring this on. Like, yo, you're you're making a highlight tape of what you did during <laughs> COVID or you're on these Twitch streams talking shit about Brooks. Like. All this shit is self, is 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 brought on yourself. Is it's it's self inflicted, right? Well, and it's not that hard for for normal people to be like, 
Like if I'm if I'm one, he's got to have somebody in his ear that you know he's willing to listen to. I like, walk off the course and say this to you, Bryson. You know, I, I kind of implemented this style of play. Some weeks I knew it wasn't going to work that great. Today it didn't work great. I believe it can work great tomorrow, but yeah, it kind of got it handed to me a little bit today. Got humbled a little bit by this golf course. You know, tried to overpower it in places and it didn't really work. Um, I'm going to go work on the range a little bit and hopefully get things straightened out for tomorrow. How freaking hard is that? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I love that he opens up his his assholeness and, and gives us the the content of what he's truly thinking, but like. This isn't that hard. Like when Tim clearly quit on him, go to the mic and say it like, you know, instead of trying to lie to us and say it was mutually agreed and this was this was always the plan, like fucking bullshit. Just go up and say like, you know, I'm a really tough guy to work for. And like, I probably put him through a lot. And, you know, looking back on it, I probably could have handled things a lot differently. I wish him nothing but luck. Uh, and I, of course, want to go hog hunting with him. I, <laughs> hog hunting with him. I think he, PXG! It, sounds, it seems like he's just a sociopath. Yeah. Though. Straight up. Yeah. So... You know, I mean, I, I don't know, like, but it's like when, when all corners of the golf industry, except for seemingly Brandel, who called him, <laughs> who referred to, he said, you know, Steve Jobs was also, uh, was also difficult to work with, which was very similar to like the Michael Scott, like, you know, who also didn't go to college, LeBron James. Yeah. It's like like Van Gogh, Van Gogh cut off his ear. <laughs> yeah. You got to Don't forget about yeah. that. Does like, Steve Jobs have a college degree? Uh, no, he does not. Okay. Maybe That's a good question. Maybe, maybe the Brandel's on to something maybe the here. Comparisons run, hmm. run deeper. Who knows? <laughs> also from California. Wow. Oh, it makes you think. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it, just, uh, I mean, it all comes back to the word chode. It all. He's, it the, really he's does. the dynamic chode. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I will say the people that every because this happens every time that he doesn't play well. The people, you know, some people come out of the woodwork and say. All right, you guys finally get to admit that like what he did doesn't work. And it's like, no, no, it no. does work. It's just not going to work every week all the time. Right. Like shit still has to go right. It's still timing based. It's I still... would say it's somewhat worked today. Like the he, fact that he shot one over. He, he shot 78 today. Yes, exactly. But wrote down 71. Like yeah. it looked horrible. Yet the yeah. way like, the way he manages the ball, it, it, it there were definitely some spots where a little bit of sense would have made a lot of sense of just, dude, hit it right here. You're still a really good iron player and a really good putter. You don't have to take on everything with driver. It's like your two iron goes as far as other guys' drivers. Like that's, that's an advantage in and of itself. Right. And I think that was the issue. Like he said all the, like his press conference, I thought was like pretty interesting going into the week. And he, he was asked about like Tiger at Hoylake and Hey, was that, you know, is that uh, a model that's that's in play for you this week? And he said a hundred percent, absolutely. Like I can't hit that many drivers here. I I got it. Like I got to lay back and watching him not have any self control. He didn't hit driver until at least number seven, I don't think today. And so the swing was just off all the yeah, way. Yeah, he was just missing fairways. Like I think he'd only hit one fairway up until like number ten or something like that. Yeah. And like it, it just was off. He hit driver off too because John Wood called it right into pl- into question. And he was really? just like, yeah, I don't know why he's hitting driver. There's nowhere to uh, maybe put I ball to zero self control then, right? I don't know. Or I was gonna say maybe he's missing with other clubs, so then he kind of forces his hand a little bit, and then he hits driver, and then he's complaining about driver. Like I, I don't know what it was, but can we agree though that the data really works for this style of play back in the states, right? PJ Tour golf course, and I would Bomb even say it. like it works a lot more than it doesn't. Right? Yes, like yeah. bomb it far. You're better with wedge out of the rough. Then don't yeah. worry about the fairways that much. But I don't think you can properly account for all of that 
when we have such a small sample size with Lynx Golf, right? And the rough being so variant from golf course to golf course, the pins and the wind, how, you know, where you need to position yourself to get at some of these pins and all this stuff, it's just not that simple, right? The, the randomness of the lies in the rough, the real punishment that can come in with drives in the rough here, like it, it's just not bomb and gouge. I'm sure there's a bunch of people out there that will show shove data and say he's doing the right thing, hitting driver as far down as possible, but it's just not as calculable on Lynx Golf. I don't, of course, don't have anything to support that, but that is everything my eye tells me about it. And again, that's someone that subscribes to his theory, you know, for 99% of the golf he plays. It just right. seems like there's more there's more variance that can happen, right? There's more, you know, I'm curious, like, why why is he trying to hit 207 swing, uh, ball speed on the range yesterday? Like, is that is that necessary during a major week? Like, that's adding another, let's say you start swinging faster and faster and faster during a major week. Is that adding another variable? I, I don't mean to be laughing, but a lot of people in the comments... Uh, a, a weird bit has broken out where people are are imitating Gunter uh, from Team Haas. Gene, the driver sucks. There's nothing I can do. Uh, so props to everybody who's who's doing that. That's making me laugh really hard. But I was gonna but say to your point, like yeah, maybe that's not the maybe that's not the answer. This venue week. to do it. Yeah. yeah, there are golfers or all golf courses on this rota where this style of play would make a lot more sense. Yeah, I think I just don't think St. George is it. I mean, especially not St. George's this year where like the rough is notoriously yeah. thick and uh, not like I have a lot of prior experience, but that was what they said all day. And that's why they had to slow down the fairways and slow down the greens a little bit. And it was all because that rough doesn't usually look like that. And, and Spieth talked about it. A bunch of guys talked about it. Like, Dude, you gotta hit the fairway, <laughs> and there's runouts too. Yeah. There's not like straight like the, that uh, fifth hole is super interesting to watch. Yeah, like how difficult that played today. Uh, Suez Canal hole, you know, if you're downwind, I think you can get it in the canal, or Bryson could have. So, which he hit four iron there, I think like four iron three wood or something. Like going back, I think you know Tory doesn't have a whole lot of dog legs. Winged foot didn't have a whole lot of dog legs. Like there's certain courses that fit him better, even just you know. As, rough versus no rough. As uh, Amal said in the in the comments, what you know, see how it works at St Andrews next year. Yeah, I think that, St Andrews. That, that might great. be. Yeah, I think we we're going to be. It'll be a different tune. By the way, people are asking if I got a haircut. I did not get a haircut. <laughs> it's flowing. I look like Cam Smith, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, back to the leaderboard. Right, maybe can we, can well, we go through the guys good. at three under? Because I think the guys. Sure. Are, there's a bunch of dogs at three under. Um, Andy Sullivan, Justin Harding, Danny Willett, Jack Senior, Justin Rose, all at three under. They're not dogs. But you got <laughs> like, Scheffler, Morikawa, Fleetwood. Those three guys, I guess uh, Morikawa's off uh, 825 tomorrow. Uh, Fleetwood's off 1009. Uh, I think those two guys are, are going to come out digging. So let, let, just trivia for you guys. Speed is plus 350. Louis Ustazen plus 450. Who's, who's, who's third on the sheet? Who's the third, the top, the 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 best odds, Morikawa. worst odds? Morikawa plus sixteen hundred. Really? And Hovland's yeah. probably right behind him, right? Hovland's way back there. What's Stuart Sink right now? Uh, Stu Sink is plus twenty eight hundred. I would maybe jump on that. That that's I don't know, man. He's Ke he's looked really good for eight months. Kepka plus eighteen hundred. Rory plus two thousand. Huh? Yeah. What's Web, what's DJ at? Webb plus two thousand, DJ plus two thousand, Fleetwood plus two thousand, Harmon plus two thousand, and, and uh, Hovland's twenty five hundred, Scheffler twenty five hundred, Xander twenty eight, Rose thirty, Rom thirty five. DJ, I think you had something about the you were dogging, you were slagging off the uh, the uh, English blokes. 
<laughs> that was a private take. I just, you know, it hit me this morning. They're you talking, and Randy. About, talking about the last Englishman to, to, to win being Nick Faldo. It's like, man, why, why don't more English players win the Open? It's, that's, I know that's, I, that feels like a, uh, you know, I feel like that was a big take like in the, in the early 90s, kind of like before Faldo won, but it's, uh, it's wild, man. It doesn't make any sense. And it's not like why you know why don't you guys like, grow up playing this? You got some of the best players in the world. Like you seem to dominate at the Ryder Cup. You, you, you're you're good in big moments. Where the fuck aren't you winning the Open? It's What's not going like on? why don't more English guys win Wimbledon because there's just not that many right English tennis no, there's a, players. There's a lot but, of like there's, really good English players. Yeah. So listen, so, I mean, maybe, thank you for yeah, <laughs> maybe for team that Rose. out. I'm sure nobody will have any reaction to that. Maybe Team Rose needs to look inward. That's true. Not to get back to Bryson, but I forgot to shout out the deep fried egg video from today, which is <laughs> sucks. The Puma commercial with Ricky and a bunch of influencers and so and so just saying like, yeah, beat that, beat that, and then dubbed over as it cut to Bryson. The driver sucks. <laughs> that was really good. Oh god, that was that was good content. Let's uh, let's talk about the golf course. What, what, no, let's do that. What did you guys think? I thought you it was. Start. I thought it was delightful. I had, I had, you know, I, we talked about our qualms with the setup a little bit with, you know, some of the rough in, in spots, but well, I don't know if we muff. super unpacked it though. I mean, like just, you know, if people didn't see that much or, or whatever, I mean, it was, it was noticeably slow, right. And not just the greens. I mean, it was guys, they, I'm going to, I'm going to sit this one out. I don't need to talk about golf course setup during the week of a major I'll talk about it on the recap pod, but I'm not going to belabor the point. I have a fairly op- optimistic. That's <laughs> 20 minutes later. <laughs> another more thing. thing. Yeah, another thing. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He should be fired. Uh, I think I, I was uh, pessimistic going into it. I was like, oh, this is going to be a bummer to watch, you know, balls kind of slowing up in the rough and balls or uh, in the fairway and balls, you know, not really bouncing on the greens. I actually had a really good time watching it. I think it makes sense, a little more sense than uh, I would have liked to admit yesterday as to why they slowed it down. I don't know if you got that sense at all. Just I know that that's kind of the one thing that if you talk to any supers or, or uh, grounds crew people, like that is the the really hard thing to do is to maintain that like wispy, linksy rough and make it thin enough that – Guys can hit out of there thin enough that it's hard to judge, thin enough that it's like it's just not a massive penalty. And so I don't know how you could. Uh, I think they just really, really struggled with that with how much rain they got. Did I don't know. I don't have it confirmed that they have watered the fairways, right? I think West Slumbers did. Westwood's quote was that he said they'll probably going to throw some water on the fairways to stop that happening, to stop balls rolling yeah. off into the rough. So I don't know if they haven't because I know they've been dealt some tough cards when it comes to the weather the rain and just the general softness of the course i don't think balls backspinning is the fault of the of the rna to this point no like they're I'm just they have dealt, shown that the hand they've been dealt they they are fine letting courses bake out and this golf course is different though like you can't carnoustie it because balls literally just like won't stop in the fairway right. and then you know it with the rough as thick as it is westwood's quote is just like lays out everything totally perfect about the issues so, so looking ahead at the forecast it looks like the forecast a uh, little bit a uh, little bit warmer tomorrow. Twenty degrees Celsius tomorrow. Same wind. Can you convert that to Fahrenheit? Uh, that's what like Six, that's like seventy two ish. About seventy times two uh, plus thirty is, the, yeah, is my, okay. my go to yeah. rule. Uh, and then Saturday ramps up. A, so same same wind tomorrow. Uh, Thirteen miles an hour out of the south. It looks like pretty much steady the whole day. Uh, maybe starts a little bit earlier in the day. And then Saturday, 
uh, up to 22 degrees Celsius, and then Sunday up to 25 degrees Celsius. Mm. So up into the uh, up up near 80. That was gonna be my other thing is I think even if they had put some water on it, or even if they do early in the week, or kind of try to make rounds one and two play as similar as possible, which I know they try to do as much as possible. Like I still think it'll it'll firm up over the weekend, and also I hadn't really thought about this until Spieth's uh, press conference today. But he was talking about how it's a little bit more of a an aerial links than people probably realize, yeah. and how there's a lot of bunkers kind of guarding the front of the greens. There's a lot of false fronts, and it's just not really the kind of place where you are like you know bouncing it five clubs worth uh, into these greens it's just not that kind of place so it's like lithium a little bit in that that's regard. exactly what he said yeah. and it, it was that probably even hoylake a little bit on certain holes some of those uphill, i think downhill holes. that just kind of changed my thinking on it or a little bit upper, where it's yeah. like yeah that actually kind of does make sense if it's a yeah. little a little softer um and i just it was really fun to watch today so i i, I loved it it's okay. It's fine. They didn't screw. They didn't. Again, this is not a setup comment. This is a weather dealt. And I'd like to see, honestly, I'd like a few more par fives. Like I, I like, I think seeing like two sixty shots with helping wind, trying to avoid pot bunkers, getting the club right, getting it landed right. Like watching shots into 14 today, I thought was really fun. Yeah. There's not enough of that. It's a lot of wedges. It's a lot of aerial shots to your point. And I like watching the ball roll and links golf. And I like watching to see, can you thread it between these two bunkers and get it to take that and funnel. And there's just not a lot of that on this golf course. Yep. It's, it, again, it, the floor is so high for the open roto. There's not a bad course on it. I just, it, I, I was, I, I'm right where I came into the week, right? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't impress me a whole lot today. And it didn't, it wasn't bad viewing by any stretch. Based on what they said about winged foot with, you know, losing the course and losing the greens, the conditions. I mean, 75, 80, you know, 75, 80 degrees with a little bit of wind. I mean, this place might be rolling 14 <laughs> or 15 by the end of the week if they don't throw some water on these greens, right? But you're not going to say anything about this, Hunter. No, I'm not. You know, I'm, not I'm not until the Wingfoot super steps down, until he, he resigns as he promised he would. Many, many people ask you if you apologize for Leash. I'll apologize to, uh, tomorrow after he misses the cut, if if and when he misses the cut. Uh, I also I do want to apologize that I left out Marcel Seam uh, in the group at three under. Uh, he his and Ben on, his, yeah, Ben on's fine, but <laughs> Marcel Seam his aesthetic was dialed today. He's great. Uh, two names we haven't mentioned. Can you guess them? Hovland, Dustin, nope, Sergio. Well, also accurate, but Kepka, <laughs> yeah, one under. I know we haven't gone all, Listen, gotten that we'll far down the leaderboard. We'll get there. Got another uh, English bloke at two under, Paul Casey. Rory. I don't want to talk Rory. It's, <laughs> it's not, there's nothing to talk about. That's that's kind of where I, I, I want to preface this with truly, like, we all love Rory. We all love watching Rory. We all want Rory Maybe to win. Maybe too much. We all want Rory to win this week. I hope he goes and shoots 62 tomorrow. That, but until that happens, man, like, I don't know what else, there, I don't know what there is to say. Like, he just is not. He, it's the same shit every major. Yeah, it's not there. I don't know why he's coming up 20 yards short. Like repeatedly over and over on all these shots. I don't know what I I don't know what's going on, man. But it's yeah, to your point, Tron, it's just it's it's not very fun to watch, man. It's it's just very frustrating. Yeah. He's like a you know, he's like a teenager that just won't listen right now and like we're gonna give him tough love. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys <laughs> you guys pretty much summed it up. I think he got it looked a lot worse than even par today. I yeah. think it was in but I don't know. Um, this it's is, just uh, this is Tron, a, well. Tron and I were joking about it when we when we watched it. It's like he, you know, he makes that putt on eighteen for birdie, 
And ever it's like, oh, it feels like this momentum. It's like, oh, he's, he's only six back after round one. It's like, what are we fucking doing, six man? Six back yeah. after round one. He's like yeah. one of the most talented golfers yeah. of all time. Exactly. And we're, we're patting him on the head for being fucking six back after yeah. round one. I, I'm not, I wasn't, fall, I'm not falling for anything. I'm not, I'm not I running I just feel like that kind of like yeah. sums it all up. That's where it's like, I, you know, like it's, it, it's not that I don't want him to show him because I dislike Rory. It's because like, I know I've seen this movie before and I don't want to get my hopes up and I don't want, like, it's just wasted energy. Yeah. Right? He just does not seem to have that sustained hot streak in him anymore. Like, it, there's, there is no Rory coming. Like, I, I hit send on the GIF like two birdies too early because I just want to be able to use it. Or and even, like, not even sustained hot streak, but just being able to, like, tread water in the right spots to keep, you know, just to not lose the momentum, but, you know, just to just to keep it going or keep your head above water for a little bit until the hot streak comes back. Somebody had a comment here uh, referencing something Andy Johnson said on, on the fried egg pod. They said Andy brought up a good point. Uh, maybe he peaked at 24. And I, I bring that up because I don't know if we've ever actually like talked about that idea, at least not publicly. Is like, I, I, I will never forget Patrick Harrington. Like it, it is so obvious when you hear it, but it sounds so harsh because nobody talks like this, especially in press conferences or publicly. And someone was asking him kind of like, hey, you know, why, why'd you win all those majors in a row? But then now, like, you haven't really done anything. And he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, that was probably just like the best stretch of golf in my whole life. And like, I'm probably not going to do better than that. So, you know, I'll try. Like, I'm, I'm still working, but, you know, that's probably my peak. And I, I I don't know. Rory, like the whole brain would say like, no, 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 he's still young and he's, he's fit and he's great. And he still hits the ball. Great. But yeah, maybe that's it, man. Maybe he just, I think everybody else caught kind of caught up too, right? Maybe that was, maybe that was the stretch. We talked about that when he said the quote was like, yeah, maybe I was just better at golf back then. That was alarming. I thought, and maybe too, like we've talked about that. Rory might be too aware, right? I mean, probably back then he was young and dumb and running around, you know, doing a lot of different things and winning a lot of golf tournaments at the same time. And it, you know, you don't, you don't think about your mortality at that point when you start building up scar tissue, when you win four and four years, and then you go two years without winning one. Now you're thinking about it when you tee it up in the ninth major, since you've won one. Now you're thinking about in the 10th. Well, shit. Now it's been 16. Yeah. All right. Soon enough, like it's seven years later and it hasn't been, hasn't been the same guy. It's not like he's been close. It's not Louis Oosthuizen. It's not Lee Westwood in his prime. It's not, any of that, man. It's not, it's, it's, he's objectively worse in majors, which fuck, like that sucks. Not yeah. good. Guys, there's six South Africans in the top 30. That's a lot of South Africans. That's a lot of South Africans. Couple, Daniel Von Tonder and Yako Ehlers. I know you probably think they're manipulators. They're the manipulation thing is like people are like eight steps ahead of me on that. Like you, you <laughs> are going to say in eight weeks that this guy is manipulating. It's, pre, it's like, pre-crime. Like I, it's just very, people are very well aware of this stuff now. I, I like that it's out in the world. There's some dudes, I think, you know, going back to what I said about in there, there I said going back, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I was talking about the guys at minus three. There's some guys at minus two. We talked about Hovland, um, Hote, Chris Kirk. This is a great golf course for him. Uh, Paul Casey, I think we know how how that's going to turn out for him. Probably a non-competitive, like top top ten, top T9, fifteen. For yeah, sure. uh, DJ Sergio's at, at minus two, Snedeker minus two, um, Molinari, Fran- Francesco Molinari, uh, Corey Connors. It, very interesting that he, he he decided to skip the Dow uh, <laughs> team event this week. You got to fle- you, if you're going to make the joke, you got to flesh that out. <laughs> he, I I just yeah. said I think he would have the best swing on the LPGA if he teed it up. It's an ultimate. Com- I can't give a better compliment than that. Can't putt. Yes, yeah. it's 
possibly couldn't find a partner for Dallas. Shout out to Keith Mitchell shooting two under par. Now, God, the English are going to be pissed at me and the Canadians are going to be pissed at me. Anyone else you want to rile up, TC? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, we, shout out to the Bullet. Minus one. Fucking Bullet. 69 on, on his, his birthday. On his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely loving life. Kepka bogeyed 18 for, I, I thought what was a very good round of golf does not, didn't feel like he got a lot out of that. One under felt like he played a lot better, but he was in the, the better side of the wave. Yeah. And, and apparently going to get the better side of the draw tomorrow too. So uh, early late seems to be the better side of the draw. So maybe Justine has a little bit of a point. Totally. I mean, uh, yeah, P, 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 P struggle. tough, tough, yeah. tough shirt, tough finish for P, <laughs> tough finish for Fino. Female doubled uh, 18. Hated seeing that. Two. Super unlucky to miss that last putt. You can't do this anymore. <laughs> I got flipped. Like, he's not playing good golf anymore. The whole point was you guys think an MC and a T2 are the same I've thing. I've been riding for him lately. And I'm not. He's not playing good golf anymore. <laughs> maybe I'll flip it. I'll start. Maybe I'll start. So riding fun when it. you flip. Yeah. I'm start riding for him now. I think he's going to have a big day tomorrow. Uh, I've lost faith in tone right now. Like, as of right now, he's not on my Ryder Cup team. Guys, Ricky got a, Rick, Ricky and Xander got a lot of Ricky Xander and Cam Smith got a lot of airtime for shooting one under today. Might have been like. Cam Smith's pairing probably yeah. on that one. Yeah, I think the the waves were kind of lopsided. Felt like, and that's because Rory still draws. You know, Rory draws a lot of energy, but it's for some reason I still want to see what's going to happen. I know, I do too, but it's it's getting less and less. And he uh, it sucks see. that he came out of the gate. Stuffing one with a wedge on one, stuffed another one with a wedge on two. Of course, that's when I had to send the tweet. Misses the putt, and then does nothing from there on out. Shoots two over from there on out. But uh, you know, I think Ricky Ricky probably could have putted a little bit better. He missed a couple, couple, you know, kind of crappy putts there. Uh, I think we're burying the the uh, big story here. Richard Bland, <laughs> best player in the world, seventy. Yeah, just a rock solid start for for uh, Mr. that might have been. He might have been, you know napping by about 11 a.m. there. I think he was like first guy out, wasn't he? For those calling for Randy to apologize for Phil, he will be on the show tomorrow and has prepared a full statement. <laughs> I can't so. Randy picked him to win. Did he? <laughs> he did. How was he doing? <laughs> He's going to go one for two with picking <laughs> Phil to top 40 at the PGA and picking him to win the Open. Uh, I think that co that comment was beautiful. I think that thing's going to come back around again tonight, too. It's even more damning because other than Day and Lawson, the 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 big Aussie lad, uh, who, who who looks like Leash, <laughs> and the Mark, bullet, and the bullet, and, and uh, big shot Bob, big shot Bob McIntyre all had a kid together, <laughs> uh, but they're they're at plus ten. He's a, he's a composite of all those guys. Nobody else is even close. The next the next worst guys are two two English blokes at, at plus seven. So, <laughs> thanks. Have we mentioned JT yet? You know, I'm getting ready. I think we're getting there with JT, where he, he may be on. He's just he may be on life support. He's feeling it's it's feeling very Rory-ish. And and it's uh the putting looks awful. It's so crazy to me and I don't know what to read into this if anything, but it's it's crazy how fucking dominant JT can look at a WGC or the players or you know kind of random random PJ Tour event and it's just god it just has not been there at the majors. I know we've talked about this ad nauseum. He but. might he might be the TPC golfer. But it sucks. Like again, we don't have the data for this. But if he has field average putting round, field the field average thirty putts per he had thirty five today. Field average putting round, he shoots sixty seven today. Like he's he was leading the field and he hit like the first nine greens or something like that. Was his proximity any good? On it the seemed to be like he felt. I felt like he was like super dialed for the beginning of that round, just getting absolutely nothing out of it. 
And it, it seemed like he wavered. And again, it's like that front nine, you can get hyped on that front nine, right? It's kind of an easier nine. Uh, I don't know what the, how the, exactly how the numbers shake out, but there's some scorable. There's a good run of holes there where you can make some noise. And it, you can kind of fake your way around the front is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Yeah. Back nine doesn't seem to be something where you can really fake around. I, wish, yeah. I wish you could see, maybe somebody has done this, but it would be hard, I would guess, without the shot link data. But I, I would be really interested to know who are the really good links putters the links masters the true links masters because you know what i mean like it, it's, it's it's a different such a different yeah. thing it's different grass obviously but it's also like the greens are crazier and they're slower which is a really weird combo like these guys just put on glass you know, they put on glass every week and this is this except is for the, so except for on the euro tour <laughs> not that yeah it's true i'm an idiot the scores are higher lower on the back nine than they were in the front but i think it's <laughs> nevertheless the, four, the 14th hole played almost so it's still stands it's a half shot under par it's the eye test <laughs> Uh, we saw way too much of Jimmy Walker today. Well, I think there was nobody else on the course. That was the peacock. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think anybody was actually watching that. You want to talk some coverage? Are we ready to do that? Let's oh, keep going. Rom. Disappointments. You got Lowry, Rom, Westwood, Fitzpatrick at plus one. Um, they were dogging Stenson. Plus one. Like, <laughs> they <laughs> were just killing him on the broadcast. body shots. It's like... On, on, and that was that was right when they went to the cock, right? That wasn't yeah, the cock. And he was he's like kind of old. Which I don't want to, you know, no mixed messages here. Like continue to dog players. That's that's totally <laughs> fine. But Stenson specifically, it's like, well, I mean, he's hurt and he's kind of old, man. Like you know, he's just not gonna he's not gonna be the same guy. I think uh, they were like looking up and like, oh shit, we have nine guys left yeah, on the course. We exactly. Gotta stretch this out a little bit. Uh, Chez plus two. I want to see a little bit more out of him tomorrow. Yeah, shocking that he. Uh, Brandon Grace that. was. I, I thought he like, he like he was a sleeper play for me. He was four over through. Uh, in your defense, mentioned? you listed thirty five guys. He in was the four play. over through eleven, and then uh, got it back to two over. Anybody mentioned Cantlay yet? We haven't scrolled that far down yet. No, we haven't scrolled that far down yet. Uh, the Schlong, he's currently low low Schlong in the field. Uh, <laughs> Joe Long is is also in the field. I think he's he's one or two shots behind him. Uh, Terrell Hatton plus two. Tyrrell. Not good. Not good. Very disappointing. And P plus two. Bob McIntyre plus two. And Cantlay plus four. You know what's disappointing so far about St. George's? Not a lot of triples. Not a lot of big numbs. Exactly. That's, yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's the shocking thing about Mickelson's round. But I think that's just a kind of a byproduct of the slowness, like right? slow bleed. Yeah. Like Bryson hit a couple shots, like a couple of the really hot ones out of that like waist-high stuff that just hits a downslope and fucking takes off. And that's where you get... Like, that's where you get the really gnarly. Like, when you get those bounces and it goes into some death pot bunker, like, that's where you get the huge the hot, numbers. The hot bounces out of the high muff. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh, Adam Scott, plus three. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, I mean, Cantlay. Rom, Kucher. did we talk any Rom? Not really. I, I mean, all I saw from Rom basically was him leaving that one shot in the pot bunker. This that's morning. all I remember. That was yeah. kind of the only thing I really saw. But, uh, yeah, it's a bummer. I, I feel like it probably... This place probably, you know, after watching it for a day, maybe neutralizes like his one of his biggest assets. I know he does everything well, but like he just he's one of those guys, kind of like Brooks, kind of like Rory. You know, they just they drive it really long and really straight, but you can't quite drive it long enough and straight enough to fit inside of some of these holes. Like number five is a, yeah. a good example where you have to lay back and you're just you're just not going to hit enough fairways to really like wail away on driver. So it feels like it kind of brings him back. Guys, I'm worried about leash. He had two putts per green and regulation. That's but, a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of putts. That's not good. No, that's a lot. I mean, maybe he hit his irons like ass and he was super far big, away. Big but, greens, though, know, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Not not good, though. 
Not good. Oh, yeah, I just can't good. get down with Cantley, man. Like, just it just doesn't evoke anything in me. And he was great on the podcast. He's got a, you know, I like his swing. It's just a matter of like, it just doesn't conjure anything. I think he's me. one of those guys. Like, uh, we've said this a couple of different times. I think, but a lot of those guys, like, you just need to see them stack up wins. And when they're when you're someone and Cantley doesn't play that much, so you know you can't really blame him for not winning. Like, he wins a lot. Isn't he literally leading the FedEx Cup? Also, that's a, whole, a thing. I was gonna t- like text you guys like as a joke, like gun. I, I'm rolling to your house with a gun in your face, and you need to tell me who's leading the FedEx Cup. I literally that's aggressive. Dude. I would have gotten shot. I would not have known, and it's not. I'm gone. That's a whole other conversation. But uh, point being, I think with a lot of those guys, like you just need to see them win over and over and over, and to to get those feelings. And I think when he just kind of wins. Once, Once a, year, a year, you know, he hasn't really been there in majors. Like, you just don't really feel much for those guys. Yeah. Like, Rom, I mean, Rom's a good example, right? Of, I know Randy said that and we were joking about it, but with Rom, you don't have this like great base of, of memories. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, he won at Torrey Pines and, and the BMW putt. Like, that was cool. Now that he fucking slammed the door at a US Open, when you see him on the board at the Masters or you see him on the board at, it changes at, at an the, Open or the something, lens totally, on everything, right? 100%. Yeah. And I think Cantlay doesn't have that. Morikawa has it a little bit, but like Hovland doesn't really have that. I mean, I yeah. he's pre-approved, I think, right? Like everybody wants to root for Hovland really well, but we just haven't he's, know, he, haven't seen it. He's got global entry. He does, exactly. Uh, Known traveler ID. Coverage? Yeah, I mean, listen. What I time do you guys wake up? Like 3.45. 7.30. That was 4.45. I hit the snooze. Several times. I caught up for. I didn't a while, miss anything. Though. I was jacked up this morning. I knew I had a DVR. I could. I could catch up on what was going on. I still. Still got up before four. Uh, saw that the peacock was was behind the. Was peacocking. It was. It was a true cock block situation. <laughs> it was behind the paywall when I woke up this morning. So I got to watch Young Tom Morris die at the end of uh, Tommy's honor. Uh, put you in the mood. Spoiler, Never watched that. Is spoiler that alert. I saw the last good? ten minutes. He dies. Uh, I don't know. I don't Tough. know. Yeah, I don't. I kind of knew that going in, but I, uh, I, I didn't. Uh, know much about it other than that but i don't know it's you know it's fine i actually i was uh, it took him a while i think to get in the flow and you know everybody's remote and there's there's obviously uh, a lot of negatives that come with that and a lot of reasons why they're doing that and whatever uh but i think it understandably like took him a while to get in the flow and it was kind of it was pretty juiceless this morning uh and it just kind of felt like you're watching a bit of a random euro tour event you know, the commentators were not super recognizable. There was nothing really flashy about it. Didn't really feel like you were watching a major until really until like Spieth started going on a run, honestly. So I switched over to the feature groups. It was great. Had some had some cheeky broadcasters on there. Uh, that was a ton of fun to watch. And it's just fun to watch less commercials and watch every shot of, of those guys. But I will say I was wrong. It didn't seem like they hit us, the early risers, crazy hard with the commercials. Yeah. Like in the past, they've just, Said, "Oh, you got up early. Like, how was Here's, how was Sky? It was solid. Allegedly, it, it, it wasn't. You would never no, VPN in. No, I did. You have Sky on, highly your, on your big TV or on your on computer? the computer? Allegedly, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I had the earphones on. You're really big TV. Like, you know, <laughs> the, what's, the what's computer? The computer screen. TV. The TV? <laughs> he had it on his phone next to the TV. They took a lot. The, Sky took more breaks than I than were you know kind of. I was led to believe they would, which, but it was fine. I thought it." I thought it, thought it flowed pretty good. Um, just lack of pro tracer, big issue. Couldn't you, couldn't you, pro you need tracer. some pro tracer. The, wind, the wind, the lack of wind graphics. Oh god, the whole thing is the wind. Like, come on. I know. I don't even think that's an NBC thing, right? They're not even 
They're not doing any of this. You're, you're waiting on that from the world feed, or I don't even know who that is. Listen, we got to feed the world, folks. Yeah, I guess, but got to get some Pro Tracer out We're there. hungry. Yeah. That's so important for the, like, and the wind is literally every shot is defined by, you know, how you are flighting a shot with the wind. And like, you need that for a viewer, like a ball starting way left going off the screen. I honestly couldn't, and you can kind of see where the clothes are, their, their clothes are flapping or whatnot, but like, give us a wind graphic. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah, it could be naive happy to be naive we can go harder next year when we're at st andrews but who knows how much of it's covid how much of it's budget restrictions like i, I just boy, give me your general boy, ryan roberts i don't need exactly. 14 mile an hour versus eight mile an hour just give me the yeah. general wind direction totally. like even if it's like the pre- prevailing projected wind for the day it gives you a good idea of, of what's going to happen there so a couple of random random things i had before we wrap uh awesome have karen stupples on the broadcast yeah growing up great. growing up nearby that was cool to uh Cool to have her. Um, and the only other thing, very, it's, I know we get it at uh, the Masters and we get it at the Open, but very underrated to have everybody start on on number one. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, you can get such a better flow for where the hard parts are, what the like, you know, sounds lame, but like what, no, the, that, what the like journey of the round is, you know, you get a, such a better feel. I have, a, I have trouble with like US Open and PGAs that yeah. like Thursday, Friday, like keeping track of what's going on and all that. And no matter what, you got to start one of the days on 10. Like golf, this is it, this is maybe a stuffy take. Golf was meant like golf courses were laid out to be played right. from hole one to eighteen. Yes, yeah, and like it, it's kind of bullshit to play a major championship where you tee off on both sides. I I think I agree. Uh, fashion wise, any anything stick out besides P shirt, <laughs> which I think Lou Brown said it looked like he he removed the security tag after. <laughs> After uh, there's which, a lot of this, he doesn't is, even have a clothing sponsor. Yeah, he does. He does get that Castor. No, they're gone. I think they left. Did they? He's there's still, no he's logos still on, on their there. site. I guess. There's no logos on there. Huh. Uh, I thought people. The, I thought the Footjoy shoes are dope. The the plaid ones. Can't say I know the this. tartan plaid on them. They're fantastic. I thought Max looked great today. Of course, super sharp, really clean white pullover. I thought the uh, was it. Was Adam Scott with JT's group? No, he wasn't. Adam Scott obviously had a very crispy sweater on. JT had a crispy sweater on. Fleetwood did not have the horribly large sweater on, so that was a, that was a positive. a sweater, just a sweatshirt. Yeah. Right? Oh, Sky has a great uh, open mic thing that they do where they like go and get the – it's like a – it's not live. It's a layout of the player caddy conversation, and people are all over them because they would do the ca- the combo and then not show the shot. That's tough. <laughs> but uh, Finno was on there, and like they did not subtitle it, so it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty <laughs> worthless. People are on me saying Castor dropped him. Listen, I'm the one that potentially broke that story that Castor <laughs> dropped him. Use Golf Facts reached out and said Castor didn't drop him. So, which she's been on a roll the last twenty four hours or so. I was telling Tron, and we need to be. I, I don't. You know, knock on wood here. I don't want to jinx anything, but Tron has a heavy responsibility that he bears being one of the few people that, for whatever reason, I'm use, in her head. Use golf facts will reply to every time. Uh, it, it's, I was saying, I think we need to publish a book almost like presidential letters, like the, uh, you know, your guys' exchanges. Yeah, your guys' is, uh, you know, just discourse throughout the years. I think that would your correspondence. Did she reply to your t- asking her to lay out? The no, I need rankings? to get a couple. It was, I, so it's first time, of all, I don't think it's ju- I don't think it's just one person. I think it's it's the family, the firm there. But I think it's <laughs> we got we got to get a few Chardonnays in tonight, and yeah, you know, we, we'll get a we'll get a couple white wines deep and get it going again. Um, 
I do want to. I do. I, my big thing. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? I want to give a shout out. Never give a shout out to any them before on anything because their aesthetic is terrible. <laughs> I thought the tailor made bags look really cool. The brown. With the brown. Yeah, yeah they were cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm extending an olive branch there. Um, because I got I got roasted one time when they did the yellow ones that looked like the DHL oh, trucks. Right. But they were, they were for charity. They were for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was tough. So you, you owed them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> TC never forgets. I'm paying my debts. Uh, I want to give a shout out Rose Zhang in the yeah. uh, U.S. Girls Am uh, or uh, U.S. Junior uh, Am. Uh, she is absolutely just fucking people up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's ruining people. Yeah. She shot 62 uh, in one of the stroke play rounds. She won four and two today over Amari Avery. She's also a really good player uh, in her own right. Uh, four and two over her, and she's just steamrolling people. I'll be shocked if she doesn't win it. And then um, uh, Barbasol, of course, Brian Stewart's winning. I honestly, I, I kind of wanted to, that, that hit me while I was lying on the couch this week. I was like, I wonder if I can go the whole week without knowing what goes out of the Barbasol. So, Barbasol's sweet. No, it's not. I got all the shut people up. from, from no, Lexington, isn't. From Northern Kentucky getting all over me because I said Lexington's in Northern Kentucky, which objectively it is. Definitely not doing this. <laughs> like you don't, like, don't care. Uh, corn corn fairy tours in land in, in the land of Lincoln, right? Springfield. Randy had no try idea the, yesterday try on, the the, on the trap draw that that uh, Springfield's the capital. He thought Chicago was the capital of Illinois, mm. which is disgraceful. That's no, not. Uh, and then the LPGA is up in Midland. That's Michigan. the definite. Yeah, I forget who was just talking about this. Might have been Jay Revel in Tallahassee, but that's the definition of like a capital city. Like you know, you put the capital there, and then it's a bunch of like government nerds, and there's nothing else cool in the city. No offense to Springfield, but that's. You know, you see that in Tallahassee, you see that in Springfield, you see that in a lot of a lot of capital yeah. cities. That's yeah. the that's the playbook, man. Of course, it's not Chicago. Anyways, listen, it's the land of Lincoln. <laughs> now I got this. Now I got the Springfield people coming at me too. Why did I, that was a own goal. Uh, the the Jutana Garden sisters uh, are going very very low uh, today. They are <laughs> they're nine under through sixteen. Uh, in the the Cordas completely. Completely shitting the bed. Hate that. They're they're going much lower in alt shot than they are in best ball. Mm. Maybe the format's too easy for them. So anyway, yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm ready for the notebook is empty. Get back to bed. All right. So I guess last question. Do you <laughs> guys? How think, far back is too far back? Yeah. Well, how far back is too far back? I think it's probably too early to 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 talk about that. My thing is, we always do that. Do you think? Yeah, we got to do that. Do you think Oosthuizen? Or Spieth is the leader after tomorrow, or do you think it's somebody else? I think it'll probably be somebody else. Just math says that. Spieth yeah. will still win. I mean, there's not a, you know, there there is, there are some very nice players uh, up there. There's not a ton of, like, hunters. Mackenzie Hughes. <laughs> right. Damn it. <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of, not a lot of ton, you know, not a ton of, of hunters up there that are going to go crazy low, wouldn't, you wouldn't think, but... I'll say uh, I'll say Louis leading after tomorrow. All right. I like that. I'll say Louis as well. I think he'd, he'd just go just shoot steady. three under again, and and then I, how I far pl- back is too far back? I think plus two is too far back. I was gonna say I think plus I, say I think plus, plus one. one's still probably in it, just because I'm not you got willing Rom to call Bryson and Bryson and some, some dogs there. Um, but you know, yeah, I think plus one on the far reaches, even if you're a regular player. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Good stuff, guys. Sweet. Enjoyed it. Thanks, everyone, for uh, 
the chat and for listening, tuning in, wherever you listen to this. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow around the same time. Cheers. Days are quite long, all along, sing the open song.